0: Well, hello everybody, and welcome to the. Fr- <laughs> well, hello everybody, and welcome to the first episode of According to Alan. It's been a while, and uh, I'm back, and I'm joined very with some very special guests today that I'm really excited about. It's a topic that I love, and it's about about is the correct term being a psychic?
1: I think so. Is
0: there like a terminology for it that's like?
1: I think a spiritualist, psychic, I, it kind of all fits in the same realm. So I think, that, I think that's good. That works. Oh,
0: okay, cool. <laughs> um, you want to introduce yourselves to everybody? Tell them who you are.
1: Sure. So I'm Gina. I am the psychic here in Crown Point. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's my story.
0: Oh, and I'm just her husband, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sean, I've, I've seen you around the square quite a bit. I've been on the square for about five years with my business. And I mean, I always seem to see you in the most random times. It's always random. I'm just, I'm usually with the dog every time <laughs> yeah, you are, you are. And it makes you a great pet owner.
2: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> that dog gets its walks. That's for sure.
2: For sure, man. Yeah, no, I've been here for five years. I think we both came here at the same time and I'm just really impressed with how much you did. And this amount of time you've been here, man.
0: Well, dude, I appreciate that. Um, I, I need to stop and smell the roses more. Oh, yeah. That's sure. a problem with me. But, like, I know every single time we've had, like, we've kind of run into each other. Great conversations always come immediately afterward, you know? <laughs> always, man. Always. And so I'm super excited for this. I know our audience is too. I did put out, like, something on Instagram today. It's like, hey, do you guys have any questions for people? <laughs> and we got some stuff, very spiritual. But um, I think the biggest one was uh, Dan Shipman wanted to know if you guys can predict when the Bears are going to win the next Super Bowl, because <laughs> that would be really big.
1: Uh, I think my husband would know more than that, if anything. I
2: just think we need a better quarterback. It's just, you know, we always get these top tier quarterbacks, but once they come to the Bears, they forget how to throw. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that's a theme like for the entire life cycle of me being a fan. It's, I don't even watch the games anymore. It's because I want them to win. I feel like if I watch, if I don't watch, they'll win. So that's what I've been doing. It hasn't really worked though. No, no. <laughs> I am going to say, yeah, you might have to turn trying. it back on. I think I might have to. <laughs> But so
0: uh, let's start off with, like, the basic understanding of being a psychic, okay? Well, How would you describe what being a psychic is?
1: Okay. So, I mean, the best way to, like, simplify it is just, like, a a person with a gift of the, like, unknown. So what I have specifically is I'm a clairvoyant and an empath as well. So I'm able to see, perceive, and feel all energy going around that person. Like, so when they're in my office sitting in that chair across from me, like, I'm able to go into deep detail of what's happening around them and their future, their life, and it just kind of comes to me. So it's kind of hard to explain, but it's something that I've been experiencing since I was like five or six. So it's something that I've grown accustomed to and learned how to turn on and off. But yeah, it's definitely an experience.
0: No way. Now, Sean, I know you said you've seen some things too. Are you similar in that vein?
2: Not as much as as my wife is. It's like bare minimum. What I like to explain it at is like, A really good gut feeling.
1: He's he's got some energy in him. He plays it down, but he he definitely he can feel vibes for sure. Like he's he's there.
0: (laughs) Nice. I know that there was one time where you're like, yeah, dude, demons are real, and I've seen one. And I was like, what? (laughs) Mind blowing. (gasps) (laughs) I mean, if you guys want to touch on that story, we can.
1: (laughs) I don't know if we're ready yet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll save up for it. So, Gita, for you, is that so? Like you you've noticed that you had this kind of energy when you were younger. What, what do you do to, like, I guess, practice the fundamentals to really bring it out?
1: I mean, like, it all started when I was young, obviously, and I was really blessed to have a family that had these gifts previously. So, it wasn't just me. So, I mean, I think something to speak on is that a lot of people around this earth having gifts— and don't realize it and a lot of times they get played off as oh you're crazy <laughs> you know like oh like you're just insane and so um when I was younger and I was experiencing these things with people and it was very hard for me to be in a public space very long without being absolutely overwhelmed and like overtaken by just the energy and everything that was happening in my head simultaneously that I didn't understand and I just I couldn't be in those environments and a lot of people thought that it was anxiety and this and that and Obviously, my mom, she also carries the same gift, and she led me. she's like, oh, I get it. <laughs> I know exactly what's happening. So it was it was a challenge. It's a process, but you really have to figure out what you want to do like in towards the future of your life, very young because you could either take one route, which is trying to like suppress it as much as you can and try to live a normal life and like be a lawyer <laughs> or to uh, embrace it and to really like go into that direction and fully, like let it happen and but actually learn how to manage it and turn it on and off and that's where I went so yeah it took quite a long time and a lot of meditation a lot of like just a lot of work spiritually to get here but yeah
0: but it had to be awesome to like at least have your mom understand because like if my kid came up to me right now and was saying this kind of stuff I'd be like no that none of that exists you're out of your mind Mm -hmm. what are you talking about
1: you're insane you're
0: insane (laughs) Like, we go through the normal stuff of, like, monsters under my bed right now, but it's like, I, now, now I feel like I'm not giving that enough credit. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to help me be a better parent today.
1: Uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, tricky, you know, and I was very blessed to have somebody that fully understood me and, like, what was happening and to take me under her wing like that. I mean, like I said, it's such a challenge for a lot of people who carry it. I'm not the only special one on this planet. Um, there's a lot of people who are special, and they just they go unknowingly throughout their life going through this experience and they they never fully understand so i was very blessed to have somebody to guide me through it very young and to help me really hone in on it and you know have it be favorable to me and not overwhelm me like it does to a lot of people crazy yeah so insane. so
0: like if i remember correct sean your family also comes from this background correct yes correct so how do you two meet and then how does the likewise interest ha- happen because that's rare i would say right
2: <laughs> well See, she posted this really good selfie
1: <laughs> oh on
0: <Instagram>. <laughs> <laughs> So you're you're scamming. You're going through the DMs. Yeah. <laughs> nice.
2: And then I DM'd her, and then it was, you know, we turned out, you know, to have all the same interests, and then, you know, it was a long distance relationship when we met. Turns out she lived five miles away from my sister in Baltimore. No way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we just started going from there. So I I, I uh I stood a lot at my uh, sister's house in Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, but, uh, you know, like, to touch on her, like, you know, with her gifts and everything, you know, like, being married to a psychic, it's, you know, let's say if she has, like, a lot of clients coming through today, sometimes, you know, she'll get spiritually drained. And, you know, people who do have the gift and don't know it, it's like, it's, it's, you gotta understand that all these interactions throughout the day can drain you. And people need to take more time for themselves and really decompress and figure out what's going on with their lives. You know, we're here to more talk about like, the mental health aspect of it, coming into this you know, new age where spirituality is becoming bigger and bigger, and how to use these cards and use these gifts if you do have them, and not run yourself too thin, too quick. You know, nobody wants to sprint a marathon. You got to get good at it and it takes time.
0: Right, right. And like, so it's like, even I know you said you've had some experiences. You come from a family of it, but you also have, like, have been experiencing it since five or six years old. And I got a, I got like a, this might be a stupid question.
1: No, I'm but, sure it's not. It's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I've had stupider. Okay,
0: good, good. Yeah. Setting the bar really high. <laughs> okay. Um, so when it comes to like psychic, how close to it is medium?
1: Um, I think they're very different things. Uh, okay yeah so they're definitely not in the same bracket i think it's its own genre okay so um the psychic is a level like it's able to perceive and predict things that are happening with people and like just getting general vibes right off of people right so and medium is a direct connection with deceased and it like getting direct communication feeling and going through that whole thing and it's very very intense Um, so they're both can be very intense in their own like respect, but they're definitely two different things. Wow. Mm -hmm.
0: So when you're sitting with somebody, right. And they come in through, how do you, how do you connect with them? Is it like through a palm? Is it through touch? Is it through vision? Is it like, how do you, how do you start to kind of like develop, I guess, the matrix and see what's going on?
1: So it, it comes to me as more like downloaded information. It's hard to see. Sometimes it's through images as well. So it just depends. Like, um,
0: It's like flashes of images. Mm -hmm. No way.
1: Definitely. Yeah, it's crazy. But um, uh, I work, number one, I'm going to detect the energy of the person right away and be able to tell like, oh, this person is stressed, like they have something heavy on their heart or, oh, this this person's in a really good, positive place, like very light. So it all just depends on like what's happening and like. So if it's something really intense, I'm going to feel that right away and know exactly what's happening. And, like, it's, it'll be unexplainable. It'll be super quick. And I always tell my clients this is, like, you know, if, if they have any questions, like, let me know and stop me because, like, once things start downloading, like, I'll just keep going. So if there's anything, like, you need to, like, pause and, like, uh, I want this or that, like, you know. So it's, it definitely can be, like, overwhelming. Depending on the person. Like, some people are more, like, reserved. And so sometimes it's a little bit more relaxed and like, you know, I wouldn't say harder to get information, but just in general, just like more gentle. You know what I mean? When people are really in it and they want it, like it's like, ah, like it's, it can get really hectic.
0: So does your mood affect how you read then? I mean, that's kind of way it sounds. So like if you were to read, say, Sean today, Mm Does his energy and mood change depending on like what? You would you get a different reading on him like next week if he was like really happy, but this week he was super stressed, or is it just stay consistent? Oh,
1: no, for sure, it changes with emotions. So like whatever you're going through, like it's in live time. I'm gonna be able to detect like what's happening, what's changing. It's never the same. So that's I get people to come back weekly. To no way. This, oh yeah, for sure. To make sure that they're they're feeling okay, they're on the right track, or like if they need. Just direction in general with what's happening. So yeah, we we change. We're we're evolving daily. So yeah. A reading is not going to be the same as it is today as it is a month from now. You know, depending if we're like if it's core stuff that's happening, like yeah, that that's we can detect. Oh yeah, that's going to happen for sure. But if there's emotion or like love and like stuff like that involved in it, it can definitely be way more complex to how things play out.
0: Wow. Yep. So do you, so do you see like colored energy on people?
1: Yeah. So auras, auras, chakras, all that fun stuff. No way. Yeah. (laughs) So
0: what would be the ideal, perfect, healthy situation from an energy side?
1: Um, You mean like color-wise or you're talking about just like... Let's go color and vibe. Yeah. Okay. So a relaxed person, like sitting in the chair and like if everything is like hunky dory in their life everything is perfect it's going to be a very light energy that i'm going to feel and know that okay like they're in a good space and they're like going on their journey like correctly like they're on their path like this is good um but so it's it'll be that color wise it's going to be like light like vibrant like like white yellow uh like purple someone who's like spiritual so someone's like spiritually connected they're we're gonna see like purple so yeah
0: geez yeah so let me ask you this so like in the in some christian beliefs like ours is um not lutheran but it's the other one what's the other what's that other one Uh, um it's the one that believes in predestination
1: oh my goodness it's on the tip of my tongue i
2: forgot what that one's even called Mm. okay
0: so with predestination like from a christian side of things it usually means that like god has like a journey for you and then you're on that pace and then i mean i'm gonna jump to conclusions here but my guess is that like when you're done on the earth is when you've accomplished your goals for your soul at that time. And it's time to, like, figure it out. Mm-hmm. So, when, so when you're saying the path, right, what does that mean to you? Does that mean that, like, life is just super complicated? Sometimes you get distracted and then you get off of your journey? Well,
2: you know, if we think about it like this, you know, God wants you to always take your path. He took Jonah and the whale, didn't he? Well, maybe sometimes people got to talk some, th- some stuff out and figure it out. So that's why you would come to Gina sometimes yeah.
1: It's and definitely help you figure
2: out what that path is. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, the path is predetermined, but you still have free will to figure out what that path is. Mm. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to, you know, explain it, but if you're feeling a little off and you don't know what route to take, you know, talk to your friends about it. That helps you find a new path. Well, spiritually, if you are struggling with your faith, right, you talk to your pastor, right? Mm-hmm. Well... Let's say something not, not that serious and you want to talk to a psychic, you could think of Gina as somebody to help you refine that path. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So you're like, a, you're like a spiritual coach.
1: Oh, yeah. That's exactly what I am, actually. That's like the term I use for a lot of my clients. No um, way. Yeah. I literally call it like a spiritual life coach. Like that's a lot of what I do for my clients. I would say like 90% of them like wow it's consistent and like i'm with them throughout their journey and like just helping and check-ins and making sure that they're staying on their path and like what they need to do well
0: that's super valuable because like oh God, I, yeah. I don't know how you guys are i mean you guys are living a completely different life in the spiritual world i mean you're kind of living and breathing it every day mm-hmm. you know for me like being just a normal guy in that sense I don't it's not something you can really just approach and talk to talk to like even your closest friends with I mean some people, sure, but like having those outlets to even be able to talk about like what's on your heart and like the way you're feeling mm-hmm. it's kind of tough to do that on a day to day basis
1: yeah it's it can definitely get um draining, but it's important like i like I get people all the time that tell me like uh oh, therapy's not enough, I'm going to therapy and it's just not enough, it's not doing it, and a lot of people don't. Realize that they're going through more than just surface level. You know, it's more than just like, uh it's this emotion. That it's like, there's a lot of it's a 99% of the time, it's something deeper, spiritually happening that's disconnecting them. And that's a lot of what I do is to reconnect people to their their center and their goal, like what they want. So, I mean, that's the beautiful part of this is that it it takes like the therapy side and the spiritual side, and combines it together, because, like, I could, like, I was, like, how perfect to, like, bring in, like, like, a psychic, quote, unquote, and, like, spiritually guide them, and, like, also, like, let's talk this out, like, let's, let's heal you from within, like, what's going on emotionally, spiritually, mentally, what are you feeling, and so a lot of people, I'll get in my chair, and just, like, let them talk, and, like, release, and then also, like, okay, like, let's figure out what's our next plan, like, what do we have to do to fix it, and a lot of therapy and stuff doesn't necessarily do that, you know, they'll sit in that list and like every of course every therapist is different, right? Like of course there's some people that are amazing and help a lot of a lot of people, but some people need more than just like an ear and they need actual like like repositioning. You know, heck yeah. And yeah. I think
0: that like with the therapy, you lose the religious component. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, completely. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very about the sociological components, psychoanalysis, all this fun stuff. Mm-hmm. But like you're not really getting into like the core of belief systems, really. Mm-hmm. For
2: sure. You know, uh, there's mental health and there's spiritual health. Why can't it be both? Everybody's spi- at the end of the day, every single human being on the earth is spiritual. Even if you don't believe in anything, you still trust those gut feelings don't you couldn't you put that as a form of spirituality absolutely so you know that's we're just trying to form together the two things and to make everybody more happy there's too much there's too much misinformation about what you have to do going out there because a few hashtag spirituality how many links are you going to get a million you know and I'm not we're not saying we're the end all be all, but we're just trying to open up a channel of communication about talking to your friends about this kind of stuff. And you're not sounding crazy. Try to make it not sound crazy. That's all we want to do. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, you know, when you get a bad vibe off of somebody and it ruins your it's real. You could absorb that person's energy into your life. You oh, really yeah. Can. Yeah. And we want to be able to say that and not sound like an insane hippie. You know, that's, that's really the goal Well, and it's so hard because like you do so much
0: that like, I feel like is community based and like when someone like, for instance, if someone I found out is like just talking shit, it really does affect me for at least a solid 45 minutes where I just trying to just wrap my head around it. But it's like a domino effect. Next thing you know, I'm like not trusting other people and I'm getting hardened by it. I think that like, I've always kind of been like a little bit like, um, I guess I, I can kind of ignore that more right. than most people. I mean, I'm a, I run a media company where it's like, we put up a post about the best pizza. It's like, someone's going to call me a dumb asshole. You know, it's <laughs> like, you have to have a thick skin a little bit, but sure. it's like, I could see how that energy is like contagious.
2: Yeah. Uh, you into cars? No. All right. Well, the only analogy I have is like about a car. You know, a car has <laughs> its big air intake and it's sucking that air in. Well, if it sucks in something bad, it's not going to be running, right? Well, think of your body as that. If you're around negative people, a lot of negative things are going to start happening to you because you're absorbing their negative energy. If you wake up and you think you're going to have a bad day, you're having a bad day, right? Yeah. If you wake up and you're in a good mood, somebody could punch you in the mouth and you're not mad. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So it's just, you know, just try and open up these communications and people to be more one with themselves and understand that energies are real. Vibes are real, mm-hmm. you know, and hopefully everybody learns something by the end of this.
0: So is somebody like you guys who can kind of like see the energies and see like what's going around somebody, does that reaffirm your belief in God or does that like, how does that work for you?
1: I mean, uh, completely, because it just proves more that we're not just existing as physical, you know, so just more proof and more definition of like, oh, no, this <laughs> there's more to this than just like, you know, being here in this moment, uh, there's way more. So yeah, I think it just confirms more to me, like of the existence and everything. Yeah.
0: And so without just like the, your work, right. And mm-hmm. being able to have people kind of come through, what kind of structures do you have in your life to kind of keep up your, I guess, spiritual exercise, you know, on a day-to-day basis that allows you to kind of like continue to grow as, as like, is not only a religious fervor, but also being able to be like the best spiritual coach you can be, you know, cause that's a tough thing to do.
1: Mm-hmm. I, meditation is huge for me. So that's something I, I practice daily. It helps to keep me in tune spiritually and also decompress spiritually. So if I'm, if I know I'm going to have a busy day, packed day um, of clients and intense work, um, I'll do that to decompress and like kind of just recenter myself and get myself to a place of like, okay, like I can, I can take it on. So it's, that's been huge for me. Also praying, having a relationship like with God and mm-hmm. just keeping connected and knowing that, okay, like we're, we're doing this for a higher purpose and not just, not, obviously not for us, but you know, this isn't an easy job <laughs> by any means. It's, it's beautiful. I love it. Um, but it's, I'm, I know that I have this for a reason, you know, this gift, um, and that's, it's not for my glory, it's for his truly. And that's something that I, I want to honor as much as I can. So definitely a, a strong connection with God and also my, my spiritual self and connected. Yeah.
0: it's awesome. Yeah. So when you meditate, what kind of meditation do you do? And, and like, I have a buddy of mine who'd like, he has like a, such a strict routine. He works out at 4:30. He, uh, he like reads for 45 minutes, then he tries to meditate. And he was telling me a couple months ago, he's like, dude, I had a full out of body experience meditating.
1: Mm, and wow.
0: like no no like drug-induced anything it was just like he sat there he just finally found like a like a like the comfort where he's like dude i i felt my spirit leave my body yeah and i was above my body
1: mm, wow <laughs> yeah
0: and i mean he's like i can't get that to happen all the time but he was like he was actually like mesmerized by it he was just like shocked that he was even able to do it
1: oh yeah i mean uh everybody can get to that point that's the beautiful part of it it's not just for a, a certain amount of people it's if, especially if you're spiritually inclined, like obviously it's gonna be easier to get there. But if you're someone who's like, you consider yourself a normal person, you can get there. It just takes time and dedication to get there, fasting and just like really dedicating yourself to that higher plane. Um, my meditation is, is very similar to what you mentioned and that's something that's daily for me, is that feeling of outer body experience. And it, you know, my meditation can be hours and it feels like minutes. Wow. but once you get to a certain point of that you know commitment and going in on it I mean like every day for since I was like six or seven you know, give or take my few years when I was younger but um, it's definitely been like a challenging thing but it's it's been I mean it's amazing you know it's but it's it can definitely get to a place where if you're not centered and protected in that environment getting into those things you can definitely touch things and welcome things that you're not really understanding
0: so when you say like welcoming things you're not understanding what are you referring to specifically about
1: so when we kind of leave this plane of existence through meditation right or like we enter a different consciousness we're we're in our spiritual self so like how i'd best describe it is like when you're sleeping so when you dream and stuff, right? There's no like um, scientific reason we dream. There's no explanation. Um, so dreams are very much how we perceive. Like it's our spiritual self. Like that's our our time where we're most spiritually connected. So we'll see things, dreams, messages, and things like that. So it's very similar to your meditation. So meditation is like actually channeling in on it in a very intense like level. So when you're there, you're actually in a spiritual realm and so like there's there's different things in that environment with you not just you so if you're not protected obviously you can be there just you and like if you're protected and have like the right elements or things or preparation that you did beforehand then you're you're fine but if you don't have those things in place then you're you're going to be way more susceptible to like if i say bluntly like demonic beings and uh just different type of things because that's just as much as you are, I think you'd be familiar with it as a Christian. When you're spiritually um, inclined, um, you're going to face more battles than a person that isn't. So when you're spiritually connected, you know the devil is going to try to block you and hit you even more than a, per- a non-believer. Because obviously they already have you, right, technically. So when you're in that environment and they know that you're ascending and trying to get good things, positive things... They'll take that and try to manipulate it, and that's kind of how they they enter in sometimes in your life. I've had many of times, like clients, that's happened to them.
2: No way, mm-hmm. and it's not just you know through a Christian understanding of it. You know, you have this through the entire recorded history of humans, mm-hmm. people dealing with otherworldly presence through their dreams or what they see or things talking to them. yeah. You know, I mean, if we go like by Muslims, they have jinn. If we go in the uh, old Celtic days, they had fairies. You know, there's always some other force messing with humans.
0: Gee, mm-hmm. so there's a lot to unpack there. Mm-hmm. So, so dreams I want to get to because that's really interesting to me. But the, f- the first thing is that so when you meditate, that's you healing yourself in your spirit? Yeah, that's the way I'm kind of interpreting <laughs> what you're saying.
1: Yeah, uh, more or less it's just like it's recentering, healing and just like, just rejuvenating myself to so reconnect with what's what's to come you know so kind it's, of a re- refresher wow.
0: yeah so so i never even thought of it like that so mm-hmm. like you're saying that like when you get into a meditative state that you're opening yourself up spiritually for not only healing but for potentially like issues as well
2: well it's more like you know if you're messing with ouija boards and you're trying to contact other things and you know you're not strong in your faith that's when you could get affected mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you're strong in your faith, you won't be affected. But there's a lot of people now who are searching for that faith. Now, I'm not saying that my religion is the, you know, end all religion, but as long as you don't try to contact something bad, Mm -hmm. you're fine. But people are contacting bad things and bringing that into their house because they think it's funny and they think it's, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's cute. Yeah. So, give me some specific examples i know we talked
0: ouija board a little bit off of off of the air but like wh- how are ways that people can i guess attract the, the negative that they're doing on a consistent basis that you guys see
1: um i mean consistently yeah i think the biggest thing is just uh, constantly being in a negative environment i think that's something that's really big for spiritually like like not necessarily demonic or like you know if nothing intense like that but things that really, really affect people are being in a really negative environment. I think that's the common denominator or, like, the most common thing that I see frequently is that, you know, people are constantly in these negative spaces, whether it's their work environment, their family, their relationship. um, That can really, really affect a person and their their future, you know? So that's a big one. But as far as, like, especially, like, anything, you know, outside of that, um, people who invite things in. So there's a lot of people that, um, on TikTok, Instagram, all that fun stuff, um, that definitely put out a lot of misinformation about um what's possible and you know, witchcraft and like oh like there was a, a big trend about um a spell, like if you could detect if you had a curse on you and like they put some stuff in a cup and like if it rises it was like an egg and, and then if it did a certain thing, you were cursed and it was like, oh, and then you put it back to sender and like, they're putting it back onto the person that sent it to them. And it's just like stuff like that can be dangerous because you're quite literally, um, leaving space and inviting something in that's not there. It doesn't exist. And that's how, um, these ugly things get a hold on you because they know that you're open to it. So when you're playing with Ouija boards and you're playing with, um, those things pendulums. called the pendulums um those are all things that you're you're entering and inviting something into your life unknowing what that is because what evil does is it it starts to form into what you want it to be so that it can actually take a place in your life and, and do what it wants to do so that's that's their thing they're cunning you know they're not uh this they're not idiots. They're you know, not they Casper. They're friendly. Guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're not. Uh, they're not trying to. You're not going to be dumb. Like they're. They know what they're doing to try to enter into your space and your environment in order to get you in, and that's to manipulate you. So when you're doing wiki boards or, like we said, the pendulum, you're asking something questions that you don't know what you're. You don't know who you're asking. So you might think it's a loved one, or you might think it's this higher being entity, good thing, and it's actually. The, uh, quite opposite and looking wow. for a position yeah
2: and it's not you know we're picking on anybody's religions here no, because you know there's Wiccans, but it's like you know respect what those people's religions are because you know wiccans have a lot of prep work they do before they do anything you're just coming in raw what you've seen off of tiktok and doing a ceremony that are people's religions and you're not respecting it mm-hmm. and then if you don't respect it right something else is going to attach itself and mess with you.
1: It's not for everybody. You know, not everybody can spiritually um, be in a position to take on things like that, and that's what professionals are for. You know, and there's not, of course, there's not a lot of us, right? But we're available, you know, and uh, that's a a big thing for me is, like, there's a lot of times I've had to undo the damage that has been done with people who are messing with things. I've seen it, I mean, not to get into detail, but I've seen it quite literally, um, like, this one woman, like, fade away. Like, it was, I, you wouldn't even believe me.
2: Not like fade away out of this existence, like, you know. No,
1: like, she was like draining, like, slowly. You could, s- I mean, she was not the same person once she started uh, messing with those things un- unknowingly. And she didn't know what she was doing. And the woman was like, I mean, a totally different person. Wow, so, so are you saying
2: physically
0: and personality,
2: or are you
1: just oh, saying? Oh, physically, mentally, emotionally. Yeah,
0: so, yeah, so it was like, like a drug, drug weight, addict. Almost. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, like that. Like somebody who looks strung out, you know, losing all the weight. Yeah, circles she was under the eye. Her, or her, teeth her, body, going
1: bad. Yeah, her body was not um, the same. She was a young girl,
2: not like, even 30.
1: Yeah, not even. And sh- her body was given out. And uh, she couldn't do the same thing she usually did. And she, I mean, it was just, it was crazy. It was crazy.
0: So when you get a case like that, is that something that's like demonic or is that something that you're just like, you're doing everything you can to just get her head right?
1: So it's it's both really because you, you want to nurture somebody in their state, but also spiritually help and release whatever's, you know, unwanted in that environment. So you have to do both ways. It's not just a one one thing, especially something that that's severe. Uh, you You need to work on multiple different areas to make sure like she's okay and Everything else is, like, simultaneously working for her. Whoa.
0: So, so like, how do you try to heal that? And, like, what was the fin- finality of it? Like, was she better
2: or, like?
1: So, it's complicated. And I kind of don't like to say the process. Okay. It's, it's definitely been in my family for years, like, how we done it. kind of...
2: I don't want to keep people's privacy, too.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if we're not,
2: I, I yeah. don't want to get sued. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: definitely. Uh, but, yeah, it was... Uh, the, the finale of it, if I'm being honest, um, she had a very hard time and um, she, <laughs> it got the best of her. And Ugh. that's not saying that anything necessarily bad happened during those moments, but sometimes you get to a place where it's so bad that you start, it starts tricking you and your thought process is different. So what's supposed to help you is actually um, what you think is wrong and what's actually wrong you think is right. So it actually, it totally manipulates your mind and like where you're at when you get that bad. And if you don't have the right system around her, unfortunately she didn't, um, it's, it's not going to be a a pretty picture. But obviously I, I tried my best, but at the end of the day, it was, it was her decision. Wow. Mm -hmm.
0: So when you get, when you get a case like that, I mean, from a, from an energy side, do you see, I know, I know you said earlier that like psychic and medium are two completely different worlds. Mm -hmm. But, like, do you see the spiritual side of that stuff? And, like, do you see when someone's, like, casting a negative energy that you can you can tell that, like, this isn't of this world, that there's real evil hanging over this person?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very clear. Um, I mean, that's in the first few seconds of meeting somebody. I can pretty much know if there's something happening, you know, on a bigger spiritual level with them and if something is you know, kind of taken over or just lingering or trying to, you know, whatever it could be, uh, I'm able to see that right away. It's not something you can hide. Wow.
0: So <laughs> yeah. like when you're seeing that stuff and just, just out of my curiosity, I'm sure it's like interpretive to your your belief system. I'm sure it's not like the guaranteed way you, everybody thinks, sure. but how does that stuff affect your, I guess, death? Like say we all we all leave this realm, right? We're, I mean, we all believe in like that we got a soul. I think that's a common ground here. Mm-hmm. So when you when you leave there and you like say you've had a troubled spirit, that's something that is like really hanging over you, how does that affect like your death and afterlife in if in your in your guess? I don't you know.
2: Well see, in my guess it's like this. You know, God says that he, that when, when he comes back, when Jesus comes back, he's gonna give us all a glorified body. That's just your physical body. What is he gonna do with you spiritually? Nothing's gonna hang on to you into the afterlife. That's the afterlife. We live here now. And that's where these other spirits and all this other negative energy can live because God himself is perfect. Heaven is perfect. So would something dirty be allowed up there? No. So you wouldn't be affected after you die, you know? That's that's just how I feel.
0: Right, right. But like you guys are talking about stuff that's like the, like, I guess the evil of like Ouija boards. Because I think everybody I've ever knew that played with one, I think like the, the trend, Of what they say is always like, man, you would never believe how right this thing was. Oh yeah, like they knew exactly what was going on at any point, and so I'm I'm curious of like from what your belief system is. Obviously, you you know you're you're not mediums, but like, is there like some form of that? Pure souls are in a heavenly state, and really, that what we're dealing with on Earth in ghost form is evil. Yes, that's one hundred
2: percent right. No way. So, you're telling me, uh, uh, do you think that something holy could sit here and, and control something? No, it's, it's something evil. The, the, the whole idea is to trick you and take you away from your faith, or to trick you that I am the true God. You've got to talk to me. We deal with a lot of people. We don't want to like take anybody's privacy away. Yeah, But there's so many people who are vikings now you know i'm not picking on the religion but who will say oh yeah it contacted me and you know maybe maybe have an idea that it's maybe something else trying to contact you and it's not just ouija boards it's pendulums it's a lot what is a pendulum th- you referred to that a couple of times and i'm not exactly sure what. so a is. pendulum is uh basically what is it it's this-
1: like p- they can be necklaces they can just be like a string of some kind of like metal or whatever and at the end of it it's a crystal um, so most likely obsidian or uh, different varieties. But um, yeah, so what they use it for is they'll put it in the air and um, they'll just kind of swing it around and kind of let it do its own thing. And then they'll ask it questions. Like- so there'll be like a yes and a no like area. And they be like, okay, well am I going to eat a cheeseburger? today? (laughs) And it's going to say, it's a little lean on the yes. Like, okay, well that's the answer. And then like, just keep going on and going on. And it can be a, like a, you know, fun thing for people to try and like, see, and uh, you know, especially like the younger generation, um, getting into it. But, uh, when it starts getting deep and you start like really asking questions, like big questions and, um, you know, people ask all sorts of things. Like, am I going to get married? Am I going to have kids? um, Mm. uh, People have to know and understand that uh, crystals don't answer questions. Um, That's a major point in like, you know, pendulums in general. Uh, Crystals' jobs alone are to, they live on a vibration. The earth is vibration. Um, They come from the earth, so they carry vibration. So they're point is to heal and to give you whatever you need in that moment right Um, so they don't answer questions so people have to think about beforehand what they're asking to because if you go into space and start asking things and getting answers if something is answering you obviously that's not the thing that you're using something else is using that to communicate and that's again a lot of the time demonic or evil things can come in and and persuade you into thinking that it's this good thing or non-harmful or whatever and then that's how they can enter into your life
0: wow so a general rule of thumb here is just like if you think you're talking to spirits Mm -hmm. in any capacity ouija boards pendulums you're going to haunted places that you know has some kind of spiritual thing it's just a good safe bet that that is probably all evil
1: I'd I'd be safe to say that. (laughs) I mean, it's not not saying that it's all inherently evil, right? At the end of the day, it's a board with some numbers on it or letters. Like, you know, at the end of the day, it's not inherently evil. It's just that when you open yourself to receive something otherworldly, you have to be prepared for what's going to answer. And that could be good or bad. You know, it's not all bad all the time. It's just there is a huge percentage of time that it could be bad.
2: At the end of the day, it it doesn't just want to talk to you because it's bored. It wants something. Now, Like let's say you meet somebody on the street. They want something from you, right? It's the same thing. They want something from you. And don't open yourself up to give it what it wants. Mm -hmm. Because that's how you start stirring up those problems. Have you ever really met anybody who started doing a bunch of crazy stuff? Did it ever end well for them? No. Right? So think about it spiritually. It's not gonna end good. Like, like, all right, we're all like older now. We all have friends who went down that wrong path. You could go down that wrong path spiritually. And you open yourself up to these entities, and they don't want anything good for you. They want suffering. They want you to feel bad. Now it's not like we're talking about the exorcist here. We're talking about just You to be depressed, you to not feel confident in yourself, you not to feel like you are worthy enough Mm -hmm. for God's love. Mm
1: -hmm. That's what they feed off of. That's what makes them powerful. That's what gives them strength.
2: Yeah, we're not, you know, no one's head's going to spin around, but (laughs) it's about ruining your relationships, you know, messing up your days. Those that—that's what it wants. It wants you to be sad. They want you to be mad. They want you to not get along with your friends and your family and isolate yourself. That's—that's mm-hmm. that's the end goal here. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to just let you know, open up awareness to this. That, yeah, the way you feel is true. Yeah, there, there, there could be a curse. There, there really can be.
1: That sounds crazy, obviously, hearing that, I'm sure. But But it's reality. You know, (laughs) there
2: is a biblical thing for it. God did pit curses on people. There are generational curses. There are things like this, and it does have a biblical backing. Mm -hmm. And if you sit there and you start messing with dark stuff because you think it's fun, and then a lot of things start going bad in your life, we could 90% say that it was probably because he was doing weird things. Huh. So when you do that stuff, is it pre- like you you
0: mentioned Gina that it's like just really giving them strength?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What does that strength ultimately look like on like this this realm? Um,
1: well, that's not something that we're necessarily like the normal person can see or detect. Right on. Right. So it's just like from my perspective, like seeing that it ju- it makes them stronger and able to like actually bounce. And produce more. So, its end goal is to just consume all joy from you. Like, it feeds off of darkness, it feeds off of depression, it feeds off of sadness and all these terrible things. So, it just will keep doing that until there's no more of you. And then from there, it'll kind of, it might go into its next host and do that and keep Jeez. doing that. Jeez.
2: Yep. Yeah. Anybody, you know, it's not like, you know, we're not talking about like The Conjuring and anything like that. It's no. just like, you know, you wake up, you're in a bad mood. You feel isolated from your friends and family. Mm-hmm. You, dis- you don't feel like
1: w- life isn't going right. It's not the same for you as it once was. Your relationship is suffering. Um, I mean, there's so many telltale signs of something bigger happening. And it usually starts when, like, things start going south really quick in your life. And there's when it was not going that way. Um, So that's kind of a telltale sign. I know it's kind of like a wide answer, but that's usually what it is. It's kind of everything all at once um, in a negative way. Wow.
0: Because like I'm trying to put this into my own terms, you know, I read this book once about um, it's called Rocket Fuel, Mm -hmm. and it really combines the difference between in a business sense, the difference between an integrator and a visionary. Right. Mm -hmm. And the visionary component like that label brought to like it's mainly a creative position. But here are some downfalls of being creative is that mm. you're going to feel really on at times. But you're also because you're so creative, you're going to feel like just major moments of isolation and like wanting to be like depressed. You're going to feel alone a lot.
2: Mm.
0: And so wow. where does that like so it's like make it's kind of reminding me of like that negative energy.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, you know, that's you creating and you know you're you're burnt out. This is like you have no problems in your life, but you're sitting there looking at your wife and thinking, "Man, I really hate this woman." You know, it's like stuff like that. Like, you know, you don't you can't stand the sight of seeing your own kids. We're talking about that kind of negative, that kind of depression. crazy. You know, mm-hmm. not like, you know, how we both, you know, we're active guys. When you work a 10-hour day and you need to decompress. We're not talking about it like that. Mm-hmm. We're talking about in the sense of you can't stand the idea of looking at your dog because you hate it. You know, that's the type Crazy. of negative that it wants for me. It wants you to hate your family. It wants you to hate your kids. It wants mm-hmm. you nothing good for you to produce. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like two different realms. Not like, oh, I had a bad day and I'm going to be a little bit mean. Not even close. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. I
0: guess the reason I'm saying it is because there's moments where I do feel that way. Yeah. Not like mm-hmm. I hate my kids or anything yeah. like that. But it's like. I, I get these moments where it's like, I feel like people are out to get me sometimes. And, mm-hmm. it, and is that paranoia? Is that anxiety? Is that, a, is that just a downfall of my profession?
2: Is that something like this? Well, I don't even know. I could put it like this. You know, you meet, we'll say at least 100 people a week, right? Probably, roughly. Some of those people could be feeding you with a bunch of negative energy. Mm. And like I said, with the car analogy, you, you, you soak in that stuff and it comes home with you. Yeah, 100%. So you could meet five guys, five girls with, with just bad attitudes, bad energy. You're soaking that up in. And then that's what causes it. It's, it's like a root problem that we suck in energy. It's the truth. If you hang out with two nice guys and one bad guy, the bad guy is killing the whole vibe, isn't he? Sure. And then you carry that around all day. And I know it's not, you know, I don't want to get into like the hippie talk, but like that energy stays with you throughout the day. And it could stay with you for a while.
1: Especially for people who are spiritually inclined. I have a lot of clients who are like empathic and they, like they carry gifts. Like, they, like I said, I'm not the only person. I just had a really good education on it and really honing in on it that made me where I am today. Um, but everybody, not everybody, but a good amount of people on this earth have a gift. And when you are more susceptible spiritually and unaware, when you're in a negative environment, all the time you're soaking in that energy and you're holding it in. it's not going anywhere because you haven't learned how to decompress and remove it essentially from you so it just builds and builds and builds and that's how your chakras can get blocked your um your spirit your aura like all Mm. these things start to so it's not just oh there's this big bad out to get me sometimes it just develops over time and becomes this clouded dark like i explain it like puzzle pieces. So imagine you have this big puzzle board of your life. And so when you're experiencing a lot of negativity and you're absorbing negative energy, what's happening is that the the pieces that are supposed to, are belonging to be there are taken out and it's just visualizes black blotches being in those places. So you can't mm-hmm. fit in the important pieces that are you or like the love, the healing, the positive. I have people that tell me all the time that it's so hard for them to be positive or to feel good or to uh, be in a good place mentally, emotionally, physically, and it's because you're experiencing blockages that you're, you've been developing over years and years and years of time that you had no idea. So what happens is that it's like a, you know another car analogy or mechanical analogy is when there's gears that are going and that they're going when you're not oiling them or giving them the maintenance, they're going to, they're going to clog up at some point. So it's, it's essential to get it checked out. If you, if you don't, then it's a problem.
0: And that makes total sense because like, in my mind, it's like, say you have like a a parent that's just like horrible, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, that's an instance that's happening to you. Let's say you're hypothetically 12, Right. So you're in this 12 year old situation, you're, you're dealing with like people you trust that you can't trust anymore and like you're that are really being hurtful. That's not exactly like the next day problem. That's like a lifetime issue oh, that yeah. like is blocking probably a lot of your
2: energy.
1: Oh, yeah. 100 mm-hmm. percent, man. Yeah. And that's becomes, crazy. It becomes it trauma. And that's how we carry trauma for a very, very long time. And that's actually how we produce generational curses. And we don't realize it a lot of people think yeah curses can be like a very oh like they're practicing something and doing creating a ritual that happens till today as insane as that sounds it happens but it doesn't always have to be that it happens in trauma so when you're experiencing a trauma and going through it and dealing with it then what happens is like okay you absorb it and then you end up passing it down unconsciously Mm. and it, it goes just like the same thing with dna it's the same concept or like blood Like, you pass down the generation, you carry the same blood. But nobody thinks of it as a spiritual thing as well. So spiritually, we we pass things down. And not not a lot of people see that or or feel that. So unconsciously, we're creating trauma that turns into generational curses and actually creates blocks in your life in a major way. So a lot of people have experienced that with love and they're like, "Oh, I can't seem to get lucky like in love. Like I can't find the person. I've tried. I'm like I'm 40, 50 years old and nothing works. It's always the same cycle." And they don't understand. That. They're like, "Okay, well, let's look at it from a different perspective. Perspective. Was it your father like that? Did your mother experience that?" And they're like, "Yeah." 99.99% of the time, they're going to say, "Yeah." And, like, "Okay, what about the, your grandparents?" They're like, "Yeah." Wow. Okay. And it's it's a it's passing down. It's generational.
0: There's a we deal with a lot of nonprofits, and so I'm gonna like back what you're saying up in just like a like a real form, mm-hmm. is that there's um there's like this there's this one place in particular that deals with molestation quite a bit. And the biggest fact of that is like the person who's gonna be a molester is gonna be someone that's had it done to them and it's gonna be inside their family, and it's always passed down generationally. Mm-hmm. Wow. Which is wild to think yeah. about. It's in your terms, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, that really hits home because it is something that like that is, and see that's my goal of today was to find out like more about what you guys do because it is fascinating you know and really understand like what you guys are are, are like what your day-to-days are you know mm-hmm. um and that, like it does like this has helped me make a lot of sense of it because if you, if someone comes in with a lot of trauma mm-hmm. and a lot of like you, you can and people do wear that yeah they do even like yeah. I don't even realize it until this conversation but it's like I can usually tell when someone's broken
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. There's
0: just very like just, there's just there's a there's a there's a body language to it yeah. that you can't explain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That you're like I'm gonna keep this person at a distance because mm-hmm. I don't trust where right. this person's coming from, right? Mm-hmm. And that's so when the vibes, that's the vibes <laughs> for sure. And then when they come into your guys's world, yeah. Your goal is to just try to like find out, explore, discover mm-hmm. what's causing a lot of the blockages, the energies, and then being able to see their energies and see their growth through it. Yes, yep. give them
2: their strength back. Give them yep. what was taken away from them. That's, that's our goal at the end of the day is we want everybody strong. We want everybody happy.
1: Um, a term that I always say uh, to my clients is that um, the work that I do and with the clients that come in, um, it's very much taking your pen back. So a lot of times we don't feel like the author of our own story, wow. our own book. And we just go through life just like things hit us and we deal with it. And things hit us and we deal with it. And we don't really feel like we're in control of that environment. So it's very much it's, it's assessing and seeing what's happening. Why is this happening? What can we do to fix it and change and like really get on like the destination? And so it's rewriting and truly taking the pen back and like, okay, you're in control now. What do you want to happen? What do you want to see your life? What do you want to gain? What does happiness look like for you? Um, and just re- reworking them as a person, as a human, and not just feeling like life is just beating you. So it's, it's very much, it's, it's taking the pen back.
0: That, that's awesome. That's awesome. because I think a lot of people hear psychic and they think like what we're kind of a, what we're what we're like warning people against, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We're like, you know, it's like we're warning against Ouija boards. We're warning against pendulums. And I think a lot of a lot of people kind of interpret the, the concept of psychic as like, somewhat like some like mysterious thing that like Mm -hmm. can have a negative effect on you like you're almost like you're a witch in a way
1: storybook very storybook yeah
0: Yeah, and Mm -hmm. that's wild to think that it's almost the exact opposite you're you're like literally a
2: spiritual doctor
1: Mm -hmm. for sure Mm -hmm.
2: it's uh you know it it just sells movies it sells comic books it it gets it done
1: yeah the negative part of it yeah, yeah for sure i mean it's it's always cute and fun to add like a you know this this witch or psychic in a story. How many books have you read with a psychic in the plot line somewhere and like leading them down a mystical journey? (laughs) Yeah,
0: the psychic's always crazy. Yeah,
1: always nuts. She's always crazy. Um, So yeah, it's definitely a, a negative adaptation to the culture for sure.
0: Wow. And so I'm going to go a little bit further to that because you mentioned that you have like clairvoyance, uh, like aspects to your, to your energy, like Mm -hmm. your skill set, (laughs) Right. And so when you get these like flashes of like pictures and stuff like that, so like you're, I feel like that's different than most psychics, right?
1: I, I think everybody's different. Um, it's never, oh, well for my family, it's, it's, we're very similar, but like every, I don't know how to explain, but everybody has, like, a different, like, skill set, like you said. So a different way of, like, the downloading information. Like, so they see things, like, they have to touch something or they have to, like, go into maybe, like, a different state. Uh, But for me, it's definitely, like, like I said, downloadable, sometimes photographic images.
0: Wow. So, like, someone comes to you and you already can tell the language, the body language is crazy. You're 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 seeing the energy, the color of that, right? So you're just like, man, this this is gonna be a lot of work, mm-hmm. or it's not gonna be that much when you're when you're seeing into that person's future through your photographic like I, like your downloadable stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that is that a predictor of where they're currently at, or is that a predictor of what their life is gonna be? Does that does that make sense?
1: Yeah. So the the difference is we're we're able to see based on their events currently like today right so i'm stressed yes horrible Mm -hmm. if you're going down a negative like if you're in a negative environment a negative thing i'm able to see most likely what i would call a fork in the road and so i won't see just one view i'll see multiple views and what that tells me is that you're you're actually at a place where your your destiny is getting manipulated and it has a potential of going south so you have to actually make a decision based off of what's happening can you will you let this like negative state rule you and determine the rest of your life or if we pick up and start over and fix the problem we have a clear picture and a vision of like oh the the successes and the good things that you're trying to aim for so yeah that's that's the difference crazy yeah but it's powerful it's powerful stuff it's like uh, i always tell them like if you if there's if you see a problem uh, fix it there's a reason that these things show uh within the readings it's that so that you you're taking the power back, you know?
0: What's so tough about it is that like you, as a human being, you just like chalk it up to like, this is my, this is my human experience. And it takes a lot of willpower to like reverse that trend because you don't, it's like quitting drinking or, you know, quitting smoking. It's like, you you gotta like step up and be like, or go on a diet. Like (laughs) you gotta step up, have a face to face in the mirror and be like, show some willpower. I'm gonna do this. For sure. And that's tough for a lot of people do you feel like you help a lot of your clients down that path? I mean, I'm sure you're going to say, yeah, but like, I mean, do you feel like, you know, when, when they do come to you, do you, I mean, I'm sure that's your sense of like path. Right. And you're like the way you feel great about your day to day. Is that like, do you feel like you get to, you get an opportunity to help so many people?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that sometimes I feel like, you know, obviously we all have insecurities sometimes. Sure. It's like, oh, am I doing enough? Like, but at the end of the day, like, um, I'm helping a great amount of, and I've seen, and like, I'll look back on clients and I'm like, look well, what you started and like, where you're at now. It's like, wow. Like, and awesome. just like, look at, look at what's happened and what we've able to change. And so obviously you can't help everybody because, uh, you know, you have people that aren't ready for the journey. and you know, sometimes like they, they want to do it and like it, but sometimes they're just not fully there and ready. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. So it's, but I say that, you know, I, I do my best. I try and uh, the offer is always on the table and i always leave an open door for clients to come back when they are ready and if they ever need anything, I'm always there. So awesome. I try.
0: You, you talked about dreams earlier and I didn't want to forget about that because <laughs> that's like a fascinating topic for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I read this article once about astral projection. Are you familiar with that term? Yes. So me. it's, it's like, it's in some of the, some of the, like the actual, like, like pieces of testimony from that are just mind-blowing, like Mm -hmm. out-of-body experiences, being in rooms with other souls, being able to like really have like these full crazy experiences and like being able to download it because i think that's half the problem with dreams sometimes you have them you know the feeling you know the energy when you have them but like if you don't write it down 15 minutes later it's gone Mm -hmm. and so like how do you how how can you process dreams in a more educational way to go into a direction that like is more positive and i'm sure it's a huge question right
1: no i mean um as far as like controlling it or like yeah know, so I'll, I'll just make up a dream real quick mm-hmm.
0: so i'm <laughs> i'm um at a concert there's a ton of people the band is up on stage somehow now it's like i just fast forwarded now i'm backstage somehow but i'm with this group of guys who are doing a bunch of crazy things i'm just like what is going on mm-hmm. but then now i'm into something and we're now we're breaking it and now we're breaking something let's say like a glass right we're all having a great time around it <laughs> And then all of a sudden I'm like at my childhood home and I'm like, Mm. what is going on here? Right. And then, Mm. but it's like, I don't understand anybody. You know what? I'll give you an exact dream. Let's do this. This is probably one of the craziest dreams I ever had. I couldn't even tell you how old I was at this point. Wow. Probably high school is where I'd probably put it. So I I had this dream where I was in this house and there were two, my parents, right? Uh, But they weren't my parents. They were like actors playing my parents, but they were my parents in my dream. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah completely two completely different people but my parents Mm -hmm. and i knew that i knew that's what they were so there's like this whole fight that goes down they're screaming at each other right it's turning into like this really crazy thing Mm -hmm. and i take a gun and i shoot myself in the head and i could it was like the weirdest thing and i could feel my body hit the bed and then fall to the floor wow Wow. and it's like intense
1: (laughs) yeah yeah Mm -hmm.
0: so it's like that's a crazy ass dream
1: yeah
0: no idea what it means But it stuck with me. I'm 40. I probably had that at 17.
1: Wow. Yeah. So a lot of dreams like that can uh, definitely be anxiety or can be um, different things that you're experiencing at that time. And obviously you're, you're older now, right? You're not in that same environment. Yeah. I
0: couldn't even tell you what was going on.
1: Yeah. So a lot of the times like our anxiety gets flipped into our dream world. So I could be one of the things. Mm. Yeah. Hard to assess now. I <laughs> think years later, but yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to take a crack at it. Yes, go please. Go for it. Go Let's for do it. it, Sean.
2: Did you think that maybe at the time there was something about yourself you didn't like? Um, An insecurity. It could have been good or
0: bad. Well, I, I don't know how like no, normal to the human experience it yeah. is, but I feel like your adolescence is this crazy time yeah. of just not knowing who yeah. you are and trying to figure that yeah. out. And you go down a couple paths that seem to make sense. Yeah. But then you go down a couple paths, you're like, yeah, that's not going to be it. You yeah. know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, we could say that there was a part of yourself that you wanted to kill off. Does that make sense to you at the time? <laughs> it's a while ago, but I'm sure yeah. so, I'm sure so. Yeah. You know, like some kind of feelings you had, something that you wanted out of yourself. And we could say maybe in theory, you killed that part of yourself off. That's my crack at it. <laughs> Wow. I love could, that.
1: Could be different interpretations yeah. for sure.
2: Oh yeah. Well, and you know, I had like a,
0: you know, when I was, uh, when I was in college, I feel like I'm like no, the normal person. It's like that yeah. I went to college, yeah. not really listening to myself and my interests. Mm. I went to college, like trying to impress other people and my parents in particular. Mm. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to be a, I'm going to study business yeah. management. I'm, that's a great thing yeah. to tell them. Right. They'll be proud of that. Right. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, by the time I was 28, I went back to school and and then got an English degree and it was like this is what I should have been doing the entire time media was always I was 12 calling in radio stations you know oh, wow. so it's like I and I was always interested yeah. in books and I was yeah. always but I never paid attention to it you know yeah. and mm-hmm. so it's like that's a wild it managed to just be I wish there was a playbook that yeah. you can be or be more aware of but I think yeah. that's what comes down to being a professional and just being an amateur trying to yeah. live life trying to decipher symbols
2: oh yeah. oh yeah for sure you know we're all amateurs in life we're <laughs> just to try and figure it out Sean you give me the impression you've got it figured out. Oh, okay. He's got yeah. it figured I'm out. I'm still figuring. He's got it. Out.
1: And that except for the food, we still haven't worked that out. So we're eating later. That's one thing we haven't figured out.
0: So is there is there a couple things you want to leave the listeners with that like I think are like some real like I guess signs that would be a good like that would be a good time to come and like check out what you and like have a conversation.
1: Yeah, I think um, if you, most of the time clients will come in and be like, I don't know why I'm here, but I just felt the need to be here. Crazy. And um, your spirit is going to tell you something's wrong. If you're trying different things and different, whether it's like medication or like you're in a different place or like you're just like, you're not feeling like things are working or things are right. And you feel like you're in a place of like just jumbled mess. Um, I think it's a good time to figure it out. Cause I mean, that's when you really need answers. It's like when, when you just don't see the vision and if, if everything is just coming at you all at once at one time, even if it's just to get some clarity, even yeah. if it's just to be like, if it's not all the intense stuff we talked about, even if it's just like, um, yeah, I just I have a few job opportunities that are on the table and I don't know what's best. Like, I don't, I don't know. I can't make that decision. Or if you're going through a situation, I offer offer like couples therapy. Like for people like that want to, are going through it uh, in their marriages or relationships. And they want to kind of see it from a bigger picture. Um, you know, there's, a, there's so many different ways to, to go at it. But I think the biggest thing is just knowing that there's a problem. You know, it's kind of the same thing with like, you know, Alcoholics anonymous. Like, the, like, you know what I mean? It really is like knowing that there's a problem first and then realizing it, accepting it, and then seeking help. Because it's not for everybody. Not everybody you know wants to see them as their reflection truly is sometimes, mm, but I isn't think that real yeah, you gotta be at a place of um you know where where you can truly see like okay things are things aren't right, you know so. There's a few things, but I think it's more so like if you feel like your life is chaotic right now or decisions or things are happening and you're not really sure. And if you have these weird feelings, like let's say on a deeper level of spirituality, if like things are happening and you don't really understand whether it's you feel like something's in your home or you feel like um, that's something that's messing with you or something. I mean, that's these are all things that can be taken care of, like as crazy as that might seem, um, they're all things that can be handled so don't ever feel like you're you're too far gone or this is something you have to live with. And uh, there's always a way to fix it and to solve it and to create healing and good things in your space and in yourself. So it's just being open to it and, you know, retaking the pen back <laughs> and like really the deciphering what you want and really making that move. But yeah.
0: Awesome. Now, Sean, when I opened up my office in 2018, I had a ho- office warming party, and your sister and I think your mom both came in and was giving readings to people. Mm. Yeah, and there are tarot cards there. Yeah, where do tarot cards fall into this? Like, what's the what's the symbolism behind it? Like, is it just because it's the randomness of it that it, it? Because it's so random and because it tells a story that it's like it's focused in.
2: It's more like, you know, yeah, you're leaving it up to chance, but. You know, we're here to interpret that chance. That's really the best way I could explain it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like you know, yeah, it's so random. There's so many cards in so many different combinations, and you know, you have somebody with a gift, and you have those questions that you have, and you ask it, and you know, we use it in a way that's that we know who to, that we come from God to ask these questions. Yeah. And when the cards come through, we're how It could, could able to decipher it. Yeah, deciphering just, what it is.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of different interpretations with tarot cards, and you know that they change daily. Like if you come in, like I said, same thing. Like as we as we change every day, like that, those things can change every day. So they're very similar. It is a it isn't a, a not as strong reading as like other readings that I would offer. It's on the lighter side, so it's definitely more so like presently focused about like the right now and like what's happening, and so it's for people who want like they want information but maybe they don't want to go too far you know what i mean yeah i mean it was like it was a fun
0: exercise i enjoyed it you know yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so i get what you're saying with the lighter side of it for sure definitely yeah i I mean like your your mom and sister were awesome that night it (laughs) was really cool and so i I mean if you if you want to thank them for me that'd be (laughs) awesome (laughs) yeah yeah that was really cool um, and so, uh, the one thing you mentioned earlier that we kind of like totally locked, like glanced over cause we'll said, we'll save it to later, but the demonic stuff, I know, I know, I know there was a time where like you were telling me, it's like, yeah, there was one time someone walked in and like straight up with a demon and
2: I knew it. Oh well, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I, this is like, this is like the fifth time I've told this story this month. Yeah. <laughs> this month? Yeah. yeah. Oh no.
1: <laughs>
2: okay. So pretty much it's, uh, you, you know, in the line of work we're in or what my wife is in, you're <laughs> going to get some bad actors come through here and there. So we had one come over and try to offer this gift to me. Now, you know, me as somebody strong in my faith, I said, you know, get out of here. <laughs> well, after that, they kind of left a little present for me. And there was, you know, a haunting for a little bit. and. You know, it's straight out of a movie. You know, you see it. Uh, I'm getting scratched, getting held down. And, you know, when you're strong, in your, it's not like it lasts a long time, but when you're strong in your faith and you know that there's only one room for one spirit and that's the Holy Spirit in your body, you won't get affected by those things anymore. And it's, you know, you want to try and... I don't, like, I don't want to sound like super masculine or anything here. But always those things are going to affect the head of the household. And then, you know, usually it's, you know, the man who's in the house. And those type of things want to affect you so you could, in turn, make sure your wife has a bad day. Mm. So you can make sure your kids have a bad day. And so everybody around you is miserable. Because at the end of the day, misery is the goal so yeah you could you know we're in that line of work sometimes we deal with stuff like that i mean you know we didn't touch on like this is gonna open up a whole can of worms <laughs> about how you know sometimes we remove haunted objects for people
1: yeah
0: like when you say object are you talking like a book they picked up at an antique store that you can really feel the energy on
1: oh yeah yes like- no
0: way so let me let me dive into this so yeah. an, uh, spirits can pass through objects
2: It's not like it's not like they could pass through objects. It's it's those people were so negative, like they're like Voldemort's Horcruxes.
1: (laughs) 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 That's a good way to put it. Honestly, it's not bad. No (laughs) way. Um,
0: So like I've always felt mm -hmm. like that was a major question. I'm glad you brought that up because there's times like people go antiquing, right? And then like they're bringing stuff home, Mm -hmm. but like. There is a resonance to that. Is there a resonance? Do you also feel that way about like former spaces? Like we're coming at this live from the courthouse pretty much. And this place is built in the late 1900, Mm -hmm. 19th century, right? There's a lot of people that have come through here. Is there like, it's like, do you guys believe in like a spiritual echo chamber that like there's energy that has happened here and that will resonate?
1: Oh yeah, completely. Uh, Completely. I think um, as far as antiquing and stuff, like we don't do it. Like we, we don't mess with stuff like that. Um, just because you, you never know. Um, wow. And, um,
0: that's big. Mm. Yeah.
1: So, and as far as like homes, like <laughs> I'm in there <laughs> like saging and like, uh, making sure the property is like clear before I move in and like making sure, like assessing it, like if it's bad, if it's good, like everything before I'd even like make the change like before going in. So I, I always tell my clients that if, if they're making, um, a change in their environment and they're moving, um uh to have it properly like looked over and like cleansed or removed of anything that's unwanted in the space even if you feel like ah, oh, it's fine it's always safe to do it because you never know i've heard a million and more stories of of something happening when people moved in and it's always better to be safe than sorry well i mean happening.
0: for safety i just want you to come over to my house and like help me with that <laughs> let's go sure. let's yeah do let's <laughs> do that
2: and you know to like any people who's like kind of skeptical mm-hmm. about the stuff we're talking about it's you know you've everybody's probably been to the casino. Did you ever decide to double down? <laughs> and it worked. Well, imagine that we know, like, you know, that's what it feels like for us. We know when to double down. <laughs> <laughs> we know what those feelings are. So, you know, it's, it's for the skeptics out there. It's like, well, don't trust your gut anymore at the casino. Wow. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's mind-blowing to think of yeah. it because like instantly i'm thinking of like chucky from yeah. child's play except yeah. for on like a way lesser yeah. version that's like yeah. obviously not going to kill you but it's going to sit there and drain your yeah. energy out of you mm-hmm. because oh, it's yeah. come from like this negative fit yeah. situation yeah that's just crazy to think about
1: oh yeah, yeah there's sure. uh, there's some crazy stories with objects and stuff i mean oh yeah and people happens, you know
2: who people there's a lot of people who do you know weird rituals and don't know what they're doing i know a guy who goes to hawaii to pray to volcano gods i know people who (laughs) i mean
0: i'm not even like i'm not even gonna make fun of it because like it could be real like that could be an awesome thing you know no
1: it is it is but it's just so absurd to hear sure sure you know yeah you Uh know
2: i have friends who think that circus elephant you know poop is lucky and they they use that in their garden for you know luck reasons for the year not because they want really good fertilizer you know i know people who do a lot of weird stuff And you know, if you mess too much into that weird stuff, the abyss will come back and touch you. Mm. And, you know, just people need to be more, you know, just spiritually aware. We're physically aware. You look both sides when you cross the street, but mentally and spiritually, you gotta look both sides. Mental health and spiritual health need to be talked about more
1: mm-hmm. because they're hand in hand. Yes,
2: mm-hmm. because you know, this is this is for everybody. It's not. It's not closed off to a certain set of people. Everybody needs to be more comfortable with who they are spiritually, not just mentally. Mm -hmm. And have strength in who you are. And when you wake up in the morning, don't let these negative thoughts and negative energies control your life anymore. Be who you know you should be. And if you need somebody to come and help you do that, there's nothing to be ashamed of about that right mm-hmm. because now you know we we're, we're in 2023 almost psychology just now caught on like what it was a big deal because Soprano he got you know a little bit of help mm-hmm. that was the biggest shock for the world well now everybody could do it everybody needs help in certain aspects of their life and you shouldn't be afraid if that's reaching out to a friend or if that's reaching out to somebody, you know, like an expert like Gina. But you need awareness. You can't just hold all the stuff into your own and feel crazy like you're talking about you've seen a UFO when you talk about spirituality. It's everybody's spiritual. Mm-hmm. And we just need to own it now. Crazy.
0: It just... Um First of all, Sopranos is like probably my favorite series of all time. That's crazy. (laughs) My sister too. Nice. (laughs) She's re-watching
1: it for like the third time. Oh yeah. I'm
0: like on six, (laughs) six times now at this point. Um, But one thing that like I'm really curious to hear your perspective on is manifestation. Mm. So like Slater, you guys saw him earlier. He is crazy. Mm. He says something and it almost always comes to truth. Mm -hmm and it'll it'll just say it out loud and we're like dude and like it's got it's like a running joke at this point like you cannot say anything out loud anymore Mm -hmm. it's gonna come true like -hmm. where does that play in like this
1: i mean as far as manifestation it's we are all vibrational beings like we we like our auras our chakras our energy like we we feed off of others' vibrations and we ourselves carry vibration. So as we go on and exist, it's the same kind of concept we were talking about, about negative energy and like when you're with someone negative and like receiving that negativity and like it kind of holding on to you. It's the kind of the same concept of, but we're the other person. You know, it's like, oh, whatever we're projecting and putting out is what we're going to obtain. So if I'm a positive person, I'm super positive, I'm super happy-go-lucky and I feel like, anything can happen like in a good way and like anything is possible and I can go and uh, I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that, I'm going to find that success. You're actually opening doors for yourself by just either vocalizing it or feeling that because you're other people who don't feel that and they're feel like they're loom and gloom and they're like, Oh, my life is crap. Like uh, I can't, I'm not going to do that. That's not going to happen. You're, shield, you're You're closing the door on yourself for that possibility to even be there. So you just living and feeling and moving at that vibrational example, as if you already obtain it, you're going to, you're actually opening the doors for that possibility. So let it really is based off of who you are and like your output on this world. And to what you're capable of. And we, we tend to like minimize ourselves because it's kind of how we're taught. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. from a young age, it's like, ah, you, you're not going to be president. You're not, you can't do this. Um, but really, is sky's the limit, you know, truly. And the, the only thing that separates us from the majorly successful, you know, whatever, whoever that is for you, is that they had the drive and they wouldn't take no for an answer. So it's the same manifestation is a very similar thing. It's just it's it's mentally already putting yourself in those rooms and those environments and those doors open for you. Wow. Yeah.
0: Well, this has been awesome. Yes. Thank you guys for doing this.
1: Of course, it's been an absolute bud. pleasure.
0: Cool, cool. <laughs> um, do you guys have anything you want to plug? I mean, from like a Instagram following or Facebook or anything you want to add before we stop? Or was there anything that we didn't talk about that you wanted to talk about?
1: I think we covered everything. Yeah, I think we hit everything. Um, okay, nice, nice. <laughs> so, um, my Instagram is Crown Point Psychic. My business Instagram. Um we're over here literally on the Crown Point Square. I have a shop. Um it's called Crown Point Psychic.
0: And where's it located?
1: Um the address itself? Um or- address location. <laughs> so go both. if you're familiar with the area, I'm right next to Main Street Cafe. Okay. Right there. So it's it's 109 North Main Street.
0: And I think you have like a neon in your yes. you're in like the second floor yes second right floor. and you have like a sign that says psychic in the window yep mm-hmm. perfect yep awesome got it mm-hmm. cool yeah
1: that's me for sure I,
2: mm-hmm. yeah so that's pretty much it yeah
1: <laughs>
0: awesome well thank you for listening uh make sure again to follow us on local 2 and 9 across all platforms um again thank you guys so much for coming thank in this you, is awesome man. hopefully it was cool
1: it, it was, was awesome
0: awesome <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> cool well, and then uh, that's all I got for this one. Uh, the next one will probably will probably be next week at some time. So I'm guessing I got a lawyer coming in to talk a little bit about um, how to set your family up and not screw that up. So when you do die, every- everything's not in total chaos. <laughs> so
2: um, take care and have a good day.